got with the realtor. From there, we started putting out offers. It takes usually at least 30 offers to even get one accepted. Can you say that again? How many? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it takes at least 30 <laughs> offers to get at least one accepted. There you go. So, you know, for the people who are just trying to find their own single family home for themselves. Right. Like, hey, guess what? It takes yeah. me 30 to yeah. get one accepted. And we're looking right. for distress. Right? Yeah, we're looking for We're not even looking at the same market. <laughs> Welcome to the Deals and Aloha podcast, where we talk about real estate deals, hope to leave a lasting impact on our audience, and of course, spread aloha. Please follow us on all social media platforms. You can find us at Kamohai and Tristan. Let's go. Let's go. So today we have our friend and fellow investor, Blaze Wright, with Blazin Ari Hawaii. Uh, you've been investing for a little over a year. You do buy and hold, fix and flip, ground up development. You also invest out of state and in Hawaii. So your story is super cool. You're also active orders Hawaii Air National Guard. <laughs> yes. I got, got it, it, right? Got it. Okay. Nice. I should know that better. My best friend's from the retired military. All right. Let's go. How Welcome. are you? Welcome. Welcome, Blaze. Super stoked. <laughs> super stoked to have you on. Happy now. to be here. Yeah. There we go. Well, yeah. let's just jump in. How did you get into real estate? So I got into real estate, the kind of heart of the pandemic when it kind of mm -hmm. just started. Yeah. Um, things were a little bit rocky. And what I was looking for is kind of a way out for my current career to find something that's a little bit more expansive, a little more, more flexibility. Mm, um, yeah. So at that time frame, I was kind of looking towards fix and flipping here. Mm. What we're going to do is kind of house hack, that kind of thing. Have one of our guys who, are, who would be our partners mm -hmm. kind of live in the home. Yeah. Um, but after we found all the price points, <laughs> <laughs> we kind of knew the rehab. We kind of like, oh, 20% down. We're like, like, ooh, damn it. This is getting a little tight. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I pivoted. I, I, I was looking around. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll aim towards out of state. And then my wife, uh, Courtney, she knew CJ Khalil and Jasmine Khalil from the preschool where she oh, where she was teaching wow. at so oh, cool. she was cool. an admin and a teacher there mm. um so she's met him a handful of times and he's always kind of out there he's always a little wait so you're saying your wife really got you into real estate my wife did uh get me into <laughs> real estate well yeah, i was yeah. trying to i was trying to get into it before but uh yeah. to get active yeah, yeah that's, that's what cool. that that was the launching point um nice. was yeah, my wife met CJ, yeah. who just constantly talks, which is awesome, right? right, right. A lot of us are Portuguese, you know, we yeah, yeah. Away, so we love <laughs> totally. talking. So yeah. he would bring it up often that he was buying out of state. So I told her, I'm interested in buying out of state. That's exactly what I want to do because mm -hmm. I, that's the price point I'm looking at. That's totally. the yeah. space where I was at. Right. So I hooked up with CJ kind of, again, during that pandemic time frame. Um, and then... From there, we had a meeting. Uh, I ended up going into his mentorship program. Mm -hmm. So I was one-on-one -on -one mentored by CJ for a year. Wow, oh, super wow. cool. Well, so what is the name of that program? Um, it's WNN Properties. I'm also advisor for WN. Nice. Now, um, I've completed the year. I advise four people with WN. So nice. Cool. So like mentees. With yeah. mentees, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What's the focus of that mentorship? 
Just out-of-state investing? So the focus of that mentorship is, yeah, out-of-state mm -hmm. investing, using the Burr strategy in Kansas City, Missouri, specifically. So okay, nice. so for people that don't know, what is the Burr strategy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the Burr strategy is buy, mm -hmm. rehab, rent, refinance, and repeat. Yeah. So it's a great way to acquire rental properties at a lower price point where you build in that equity and of course, through that rehab, through the buying at the right price point, and then you refinance all your money out. Yeah. yeah. No, if if you get good deals, the birth strategy is amazing. You can essentially get paid to buy houses if they're like slam dunk burrs, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Or leave very little, which is still amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the cool thing, too, about burrs is that you can you can duplicate it and you can mm -hmm. you can with the same amount of money, buy a ton of houses, right? Like with the same chunk of money, just continually, continuously pulling it out yeah. from the refis. Right. That's a beautiful part of a uh, repeat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right. You just yeah. use that money again and again. Recycle, and, recycle, Yeah, recycle. you recycle the I same money, yeah. Um, okay, so you jumped full in with CJ, and you was it just instant? You like spent some time with him, and you just jumped into, like what happened next? Uh, next was market research. So a lot of people, I guess they get, kind of get this part wrong. They either jump the gun or they do too much market research where they don't do anything. Right. right. Um, so the next part was kind of months of market research, mm. months of learning. Mm. Uh, I didn't buy my first property until maybe like about the five month mark nice. okay. Uh, okay. into my mentorship. So realistically, I was learning, learning about the market, learning about the zip codes, what mm. zip codes to buy in. Um, different classifications of neighborhoods, all those types of things um, for that Kansas City market. Yeah. And then once I kind of figured that out a little bit, I started putting out offers. I had to build up a team. Of course, CJ has his realtors, but you you want to have your own guys. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You know, you don't want to. And then it's competing, too. So you, mm. you want to have your own people built up. So um, I built up my own little team with realtors, um, with other contacts over there. And again, that took months. I actually fell out of a few properties before I finally locked up my first one. Nice. I feel like there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, I, ha I definitely have a question. Ask, yeah. Okay, right. so uh, I noticed in the beginning, the first thing you did, right, where well, you were doing some research on your own, you wanted to potentially do fix and flip here in Hawaii, you realized, you know, that that might not be the best strategy first out, starting out. And then you went, and joined an education platform, basically, right. and yeah, mentorship. Yeah. So yeah. one of the things that we always get asked is, do I need education? How do I get started? What would you say to the people? Like, how did taking some form of education help you? Or was it worth it? Yeah. Yeah, for education, I would say it's 100% worth it, mm. uh, especially when you're dealing with these types of price points, right? You're dealing with yeah. these large numbers. You're dealing with things uh, for a lot of people they're not used to being in. They're not used to real estate. They're not used to buying. They're not used to rehabs. Mm. Um, they're not used to dealing with loans. So there's a lot of these little nuances mm. that people don't understand. They're like, oh, it's so easy. But when they try to get into it, they cannot figure it out. So education is huge. And I'm sure you guys paid your own um, yeah. way for education. And I totally. would 100% do it again. Yeah. Um, and it helps out uh, tremendously, especially with one-on-one -on -one calls. There's a lot of, again, those lot of little little things that you don't really realize by yourself until mm. you're starting to get into it. And I'm like, hey, mm. you know, I watched that YouTube video, 
but what does that actually mean? Yeah, what do yeah. I do next? You yeah, know? no, totally. I feel like education is a way where you can lay a foundation, shorten your learning curve, and use somebody else's experiences to make yours easier. Exactly. You know what I mean? And yeah. a lot of the times we don't retain information until we're in the exact situation where we need it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah, I, I, we'll invest in education, I feel like, till, we'll di- till we die. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, again, well worth it, right? So, 100%. And then even then, you leverage the experience, not just for um, construction, for rehab, but also when you're trying to find private money lenders, all those yeah. types of Resources. things. Everything. There's so many ways to leverage yeah. that educational tool because you are actively trying to do things. So the way I usually explain it to people is when you're at these different stages. So if you want to be passive, you want to just be a private money lender. Mm-hmm. Hey, that might be where you're at. Yeah. Especially if you don't have the time, you yeah. don't have the effort. A lot mm-hmm. of people run on an effort well before they run out of time. Right. So right. true. And then there's the mid tier. You guys probably do this with a lot of people, right? You guys partner up with people. Mm-hmm. Right. And I partner up with people myself. Yeah. yeah. So that might be a mid tier, but you have to bring something with that. Uh, maybe something a little bit more with the money, mm-hmm. um, something a little bit more, including the deal itself. So you might have to bring two or three things to the table. Yeah. Otherwise, it not, might not actually be worth it, right? right? Right, right. And then if you're trying to get into an active state, you should be paying for education. Totally. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll pay in another way. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. right. And, it, and your first deal could be your last. Which is yeah. yes. what you yes. don't want to happen. You totally. Lose right. tens of thousands of dollars yeah. very easily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so then you said, I want to put dig into a little bit about how you found the resources because you picked a market and you started doing research. Did you just Google? Were there? How did you find the connections that you found? Yeah, your team. Yeah. That you how built. did you build that to get you to a point where you felt confident and then started investing? Because you grew your portfolio. You're in Hawaii, but you didn't buy all your deals first in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. T- can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So a um, little bit on team building. So the first thing you your 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 first part of your team is your realtor, right? So that's kind of how you get a little bit of your deal flow. Sometimes they'll have a little bit of off-market stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what I did was I joined these Facebook groups. And anybody out there, you should join whatever market you're trying to do. You should join those little niche Facebook groups in that market. Um, what I did is I put one post on that Facebook group and I had like hundreds of realtors reach out to there me. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't necessarily need all of those realtors. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. I had to sift through yeah, all of them. You called everyone. <laughs> no, right. no, no, no ways. Uh, after the first first 10, I had to, sh- you know, or 20, I had to shut down that post. because. Mm. And then after I looked back, I'm like, oh, there's still comments going there. <laughs> um, but yeah, you should join those little Facebook groups. Join some kind of group. Mm. Get some kind of connection. Um, and that's where I found a chunk of my realtors. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person I found a bigger pockets, kind of um, networking through that platform. Nice, awesome, amazing free platform. I would, yeah, that's a great resource itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so first thing I did was again find my realtor. Uh, once I found a realtor, um, the next kind of process with that is you know during that inspection period we we have an inspection person that we always use mm. um cj re- recommends him i've used him a, a bunch of times himself uh his name is adam and with through that inspector is actually how i built up my team for an additional contractor oh nice because cj has his contractor and i can always use his contractor but i want to build up my own team right yeah i want to get yeah. my own experience so yeah. yeah what i did was i asked the inspector hey who are some of the people who that you, you would use? Who yeah. would you nice. recommend? Yeah. Um, so home inspectors. Home inspector is how I found my contractor. contractor. Yeah, cool. I've never yeah. heard that, but it makes yeah. so much sense. Totally, yeah. totally. <laughs> yeah, that's super, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. They know the quality of work. They know the people who are junk, and they know yeah. the people who are pretty good. Who's doing right. good work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Nice. 
So if you're looking to build your team, Bigger Pockets is a good platform. Uh, Facebook Marketplace, uh, Marketplace, Facebook, Facebook groups, groups are a good yep. platform. And then just, I feel like one leads you to the next, which leads you to the next. So once you find your oh, realtor, yeah. it'll lead you to your home inspector or your contractor and, and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Love it. And then, of course, property managers. Mm-hmm. Right. Luckily, so a lot of these things... Um, or a lot of, for, for me, since I was in an education program, I had fallbacks mm. in case yeah. my team didn't work, right? right. Yeah. Or yeah. even additional leads from CJ, his realtors, yeah. his, of course, property managers or vetted property managers that we always use, um, and general contractors. So it was a little bit easier for me, even though that um, I, I still built up my own team, I still had something reliable to fall on back onto. And that made a huge difference in mentally for me. Right? Yeah, totally. uh, dude, I, I feel like that's just another benefit of being able to leverage resources mm-hmm. through the fact that you had you were in that mentorship. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's huge. Right. Yeah. You had a safety net. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent, which a lot of people don't, which is why education is super important. OK, so you started building your team. You found your realtor. What happened next? Uh, found my realtor, realtors actually. Mm-hmm. So oh, nice. a lot of times when you're an investor, you might have multiple realtors because not all of them are in the same areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in Kansas City, Kansas and Kansas City, Missouri, which is two separate states. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so some people are like, oh, I don't want to drive a couple hours away. Totally. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes, you know, things don't work out. So you want to build up a team, not just of one person. You might need two or three. Yeah, you don't want to um, put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. not and not only that, like realtors a lot of times specialize in specific areas. Yes, right? yes, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, specific areas and also if there's somebody else using the realtor uh, on the same property then mm. it might be a little bit of conflict yeah, totally totally yeah, yeah. so yeah. you you might need a second person just because of that fact alone right um but after that i um again i already did my market research i spent months doing market research not just because um of getting comfortable but because you should be doing that you need yeah. to learn your market you yeah. shouldn't just jump into it like, hey, I'm going to buy something random. Like, no, you got to you got to know gotta your market. Know. Right. Um, and that's why I definitely teach most people that I, that I talk to. Um, but yeah, got with the realtor. From there, we started putting out offers. Uh, as an investor, guess what? We got to put out way more offers than normal people. <laughs> what? You didn't get your first one? No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah. It, it, it takes usually at least 30 offers to even get one accepted. Wow. Okay. And okay did af- you, can you say that again? How many? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It takes at least 30 <laughs> offers to get at least one accepted. There you go. So, you know, for the people who are just trying to find their own single family home for themselves. Right. Like, hey, guess what? It takes yeah. me 30 to yeah. get one accepted. And we're looking right. for distress. Right? Yeah. We're looking for, we're not even looking at the same market. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So five months, right, is yes. until you got your first one. And that first deal, did you, so you were putting offers in, so it was on the MLS? Um, most of my deals were on the MLS um, in the beginning. Yeah. So it, I wasn't just looking there, though. I'm, I'm always looking at additional websites, wholesaling websites. Facebook Marketplace has their stuff. Mm. Uh, I'm scouring through that. I'm in like 20 different Kansas City Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, it pops up. So I'm I'm catching in leads wherever I can. So yeah. when people ask, like, hey, like, are you using wholesalers? Are you using these things? I'm I tell them I'm using everything. I'm all using the things. Yeah, all I the use things. all the things. Cast the wide net. Yeah. yeah, I'm a firm MLS. believer. Firm <laughs> believer in that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, big time. So and I get that question a lot too, is like there people are like 
can I find any deals on the MLS? A lot of people are like, there are no deals on the MLS. Yeah. What do you say to those people? Well, that's how I found my first property was on the MLS. Just if you're on the MLS, guess what? You probably have a little bit more competition and you might have to react a little bit faster. Quicker, yeah. 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 Our first deal was off the MLS too. Yeah. There's still yeah. first deals. few deals. Yeah. Are you know there's still deals on the MLS. You just have to be the one that's super diligent and mm-hmm. looking every day, acting quickly. You know, because yeah. the realtors, it's not your business. You know, it's not the realtors' business. It's your no, business. It's, yeah. Right. So they're not gonna yeah. scour through the MLS like you. You will exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I even use Zillow, save searches. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of mm-hmm. saves me a lot of time. But without all these tools or without all these things, man, it's a lot harder. Yeah. Uh, and again, it did take me time to um, learn. And even after locking up my first like one or two deals uh, or going under contract, I should say, those two fell out. Mm. Wait, what? Yeah, my, you don't... My, my first two I went under contract fell out what? How, <laughs> before why? I locked up my third one, which was my actual, actual first, first deal. deal. Okay, yeah. so what, how, why did they fall out? What happened? Yeah, tell us um, about that. The first one, so, you know, a lot of these companies, they present it as more like, hey, turnkey rental property <laughs> kind of stuff. What? Yeah. They're like, not hey, honest? No, no, no. Uh, some of them are, but yeah. like, you trust but verify, right? So yes. I sent out an inspector, right? I always send out an inspector, uh, at least for the major inspections, mm-hmm. um, big CapEx items. Right. I always send out an inspector. So I sent out the inspector, uh, found out that the roof was blowing, the foundation mm. was off. Oh, gosh. Uh, there's a lot of settling on the floor. Mm. So they pretty much just lipsticked it. Uh, yeah. The inspector came in, they found it. Well, luckily, I paid him, but. Um, it was of course, worth you not worth buying it. it. Not buying it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, so that one fell off. So that was my first one. Um, the second one is, it was weird cause it's from this Hawaii guy, uh, who lives in Kansas city, um, who lives in that area in Kansas right. city, Missouri. Um, but you know, he said, Oh yeah, draft up the draft, everything up. Like, Hey, I'll, I'll, we'll go with you. All these mm, kinds of things. From yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he tried to do all these selling points. Uh, but what ended up happening was, um, he was like, nah, they went with somebody else. I'm like, well, why what? did you yeah. verbally tell us you wanted to go with us? Yeah. We draft up all the documents. I sent in the EMD already. Uh, and ended up sitting for months again. That next person fell off, of course. Mm. It wasn't a uh, an amazing deal. I was pretty much buying it for land costs mm. at around 20000 because the home was not good. extremely con- yeah. distressed. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then you finally closed on your, on your third. First. On the third on one third that I actual that you locked up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so that one was on the MLS deal? That was on the MLS deal. Okay, yes, can yes. you break down that deal? So that one was in a C neighborhood okay. in Kansas City, Missouri. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into it, what does that mean? Like, okay. there's, like, we have to, this is like, classes. yeah, yeah, yeah neighborhood yeah. classes. What <laughs> is bad. that? So um, f- for the most part, it goes through A, B, C, D, F, right? Um, mm-hmm. For the most part, what you're doing is you're looking at kind of school zones, crime rates, a mixture of um, things that are next to you. If there's like certain malls, certain things that are built up Mm -hmm. and this kind of builds up the classification of that neighborhood. Mm, Um, So a lot of times your, your a neighborhoods will have like the best schools. Um, There'll be, uh, of course the people also living there will be at a higher um, wage than, than most. So the average wage is higher in in the, the different classes too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what kind of builds out these different neighborhoods. Got Got it. it. Um, A lot of rentals are in that C like long-term rentals Mm -hmm. are in that C neighborhood because that's what, makes the most sense per price point got it when renting out to people okay yeah, yeah you that's can cash helpful. flow the most yes yeah. yes got it sick so you had so it's in a c-class neighborhood and then yep c-class neighborhood sent on the inspection um i locked it up for a decent price it was it was 
85,000. Okay. Um, even for that neighborhood, that was slightly lower than usual. Mm. Nice. Um, we got the inspection. So there was a few things that came up. There's always things that come up, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 A lot of these homes that were buying, they're um, from other investors. So they haven't seen the home. Some of them haven't taken care of the home. So yeah. there's a few items um, that came up. So what I was able to do uh, during that J1 inspection period, whatever you want to call due diligence period, yeah. right. uh, I negotiated down from that point uh, a few thousand down, so mm-hmm. like eighty-two thousand. Okay. And they uh, agreed to fix a bunch of the. Um, oh, good. A bunch the of the items things. that came up on the inspection report. So, nice. uh, I negotiated, yeah, for for terms, right? So I yeah. negotiated terms to bring it down a little, a little bit, and some and some rehab terms, okay. right. which worked out well for me because. Um, there's already a renter in place, so I don't I don't want to come in there and, yeah. and do, I'll, I'll let yeah. the previous t- yeah, previous let landlord them handle do that yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. 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 totally. Yeah. So you bought the house with a tenant in place, and you kept the tenant. I kept the tenant, so we call that like a hybrid burr. Okay. It does have a um, garage slash basement uh-huh. where I could connect the connect the basement to the house. Okay, I could finish out the basement because it's high enough, uh, uh-huh. it's wide enough. Nice. Uh, but right now there's a renter in place. Uh, we just renewed the renter, and I I don't intend to. Um, kick the renter okay. out because they're, they're paying. paying they're yeah. fine you know right. um, but if they ever do decide to leave I have a way to pivot and put more value more equity into that home yeah. um, via increasing square footage in a basement nice totally. so Would finish you... yeah finish out the basement space and then you can rent it out for more yeah. basically yeah. yeah nice so what is a hybrid bird like what do you mean by that so a hybrid bird so what we call that is we, we try to find homes that can have some type of value add. Okay. So it might not be right now, yeah. but it might be in the future. So uh-huh. maybe there's mm-hmm. a renter in place. Pe- some investors don't actually like that. Yeah. Right, right. Um, so if you notice, maybe the square footage is big, like 13, 14, 1500. Hey, maybe you can add another room somewhere, so right. even right. in the upper floor. Another bedroom. Yeah. yeah. And then that rents out for more. Maybe you don't need two living rooms because who needs two living rooms, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, right, right, right. Yeah, th- th- those yeah. are kind of value adds you can kind of see. And even for my my own property, when I looked at the basement, like, hey, is this basement tall enough? Is it yeah. wide, wide yeah. enough? Yeah. Can, am I able to put in an egress window yeah. uh, when the time comes? Like, yes, yes, and yes, okay. Mm-hmm. This is a possible hybrid burr for the future if I want to finish that out. But you're always looking as an investor for value somewhere. Yeah, nice. highest and best use, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. So... You leave the tenant in there, right? So the the seller actually did those fixes and yeah. then gave you a break on the the purchase price. Yeah. And so what happens after that? Do you how first of all, how do you purchase these properties? Uh that was again, that was through the MLS um with my realtor. So it's it's fairly easy to purchase. Um for that one specifically, we did use a conventional loan. Okay. Uh, okay. So my my DTI, I, I've worked on my credit for years. Yeah. My and DTI is well enough. Um, and that's part of my preparation, not necessarily when I started real estate, but before. Right. I mm-hmm. always totally. are. This is something that I've been working on for years. It's not yeah. uh, like I just woke up uh, yeah. and started doing everything. So I had my ducks aligned already. Yeah. Nice. Um, I could qualify. It was only 82 for someone who lives in for Hawaii. A ho- yeah. 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 That's or like, it was, we what? find a house for 82 grand yeah. in Hawaii? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a three one over a thousand square feet. So it's not like a, or it's like, not like a diamonds. We see diamonds. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I can easily qualify for that. And then the nice part about for my DTI was strong enough. Um, for that also, it's already has a renter in place, so you can use the lease yeah. uh, to offset your DTI. Yeah, Dude, nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's I was able to pick that up on a conventional, and I was able to actually refinance that out on a conventional, pulling out more than what I put in there. What? Oh, wow. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Just because with the crazy market increase, right, right, um, right, right. The few little rehab things that we did fix up, yeah, um, took out all the capex items when the next guy came in, yeah. Oh Uh, wow, that's super cool. How long? How long did that from the first one? Like you got it unconventional. When? How long till you refied? Uh, I I kind of was maybe like I was timing the market since I'm still in that that space. Yeah. So at about maybe like seven eight months, I noticed hey. These homes are worth like, a lot more now. Now's yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah. So, and interest rates are low. Yeah, and interest rates are still low. <laughs> yeah. So I, I picked it up for eighty two, but I refinanced and appraised at one hundred and twenty four thousand. Wow. Dude. So that's crazy. And yeah. you did nothing to it. I mean, the uh, seller did some. The seller did something. I mean, wow. I I did some routine maintenance, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's amazing. Nice. Okay, so how many doors after that one? You're like. Yeah, first, I want to buy a hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the third one became your first one yeah, that you locked yeah. up. Like, how soon did you get your next deal? And then what did that look like moving uh, forward? I got my next deal like two or three weeks later. <laughs> no way. Okay. So there wasn't that like, much time. Yeah. Time in between. Once I locked, once I was in escrow on the first one, like, hey, I showed somebody, like, hey, look, this is, look, we can rent this out for this much. I only bought it for $82,000. Like, right, right. like, this is way better than the cap rate or numbers we can get in Hawaii. Yeah, right. Totally. So, right, right. totally. And it's way cheaper. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, me and another partner, we were like, while that was in escrow, we went into another one. So, <laughs> nice. yeah. Nice. <laughs> okay. So, how many doors do you have in Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri? So this, well, for me, all my stuff is on the Missouri side, but okay. I'm actively looking at both um, just because that's, Kansas City goes through both sides. Right, yeah. right, right. So yeah. I'm always actively looking at both. Missouri is a little bit more landlord friendly. Okay. Um, so I, I kind of stick to, I kind of favor that that's side. Um, but Kansas City, since it's not as uh, landlord friendly, it is, there are some areas that are a little nicer. Mm. Um, so you just got to have a good balance with everything. Um, but from that one, I actually have, things it's kind of weird because my second property it's a non-conforming duplex so it has one of those mother-in-law suites or basement suites yeah uh-huh. yep. so uh-huh. i actually went out the top and the bottom with the oh, second nice. one uh, so to have a higher in one yeah, yeah to have a <laughs> higher um return rate so right. that's what i did with the second one okay um the third one was kind of a burr into an str nice um nice. so nice. the third one was just a big kind of clunky house over 2,000 square feet but guess what the more rooms you can have mm-hmm. for an str you can the you know you the more night. you get per night oh, yeah. yeah so the, it is, the yeah. bigger families can come in um it's harder to find mm-hmm. uh so it's a big clunky house but hey perfect for me i'll take that big clunky house totally that can uh get to the stadium fairly easy kansas mm-hmm. city missouri is where yes. uh the kansas city chiefs are there so you go. Like, arrowhead stadiums right you know get on get on the road right there get to the stadium it's a good spot yeah, yeah. so yeah. i was like i'll take it but yeah. most people wouldn't see value in that right, right. right it's right, in this right, right. it's in this weird area they don't actually want to be over there yeah um but and it's it's an odd size mm-hmm. um but yeah it was a burr into an scr um situation awesome. with that third one mm-hmm. um my next one i ended up renting out by the rooms so nice. i have five long-term rentals in one house in, in one, one house. house yeah, yeah. Wow, is that okay. is that student rentals is that like or just they're professionals yeah. um some of them are like if it I guess saying student is a little bit difficult because a lot of a lot of them that are students are actually like going for their doctorate, right, uh, right. master's degree. They're not like they're a young party. professionals. Yeah. yeah, they're young professionals already. <laughs> well, let's talk about that a little bit. How did you? What made you decide to do that 
And then how did you find the tenants that were willing to basically share a house and only rent out a room? So right. what I did was I found a property management group that does it. Oh, okay. I don't I don't manage anything myself. I don't plan on managing anything myself. Yeah. You're like, send me the check. Yeah, yeah. send, send <laughs> yeah. me the check. That's why I hire you guys. Oh, like, yeah. right. You guys are charging me this much. <laughs> yeah. You guys do your job and right. I'll do my job of finding those properties. That's right. it. Uh, right. You know, right, that's, right. that's my job. So yeah. I found a property management company that does that mm. um, intentionally. That's, that specifically does room for rent. That does room for rent. So I did that on purpose so okay. i was looking for that because i know people that do it here yeah mm -hmm. i'm like oh maybe i can do this up there too yeah uh, so i picked up one just like that and mm. uh, nice. of course every room you know still rents out for about six hundred dollars because like, it's in a better neighborhood yeah that's right. Right. Uh, these are right, in, right. that that home is in an a neighborhood um but yeah usually you're looking at b to a neighborhoods mm -hmm. um nicer neighborhoods so yeah i rented out each one so it has five bedrooms and each one is rented yeah. the next property i picked up after that property so uh, I did one right already, a short-term rental kind of burr, okay. and then I did another short-term rental burr with another partner. Oh, nice! Right after that, wow. um, and I that one I aimed for a little bit better neighborhood. So this this is a solid B neighborhood, mm -hmm. and again it was close to the stadium because that's an attraction, especially right. during the winter when it's slower. Yeah. Hey, if Kansas City is winning, it's not People slow anymore. Yeah. <laughs> People are People flying. People still. People are flying still in. Go. So your Airbnbs yeah. are killing it. Like they're booked. They're, like they're doing good. well. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Can I ask what your like on average cash flow is net? Every so month? for cash flow, it's depending on the smaller one versus the bigger one, right? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we're looking at about 500 to 1,000 every single month. That's nice. Um, but it's really good because the price point of these homes are right, right around 200,000. Yeah, Some of them are less. Totally, right? yeah, totally. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so you accumulated a bunch. Yes. In what time frame? Yeah, was what that? does that time frame look like? <laughs> I mean, in a, in a year, I bought like, oh, oh, well, actually through the mentorship and maybe towards the end of the mentorship, uh, I bought six properties in that first year of kind of real estate investing. That's All crazy. just from building your team and making offers and... Taking massive action. Taking action. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's the hardest part because a lot of people are too... Like they, they do a lot of market research. Maybe they'll buy one or two properties, but that's it. Like they're, that's where their action ends. Yeah. At any point... Because you built up all this momentum and you had a lot going boom, 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 right after another. So at any point, we're like, this is a little bit overwhelming. There's a lot of moving parts. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> every, oh, every single one. Sailing? <laughs> yeah. like, getting into contract on every single one is like this old, like even putting in offers like and then thinking of ways where you got to negotiate. Every single, every single time you get into contract, especially for the first um, you know, one to two weeks for the due diligence period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's always a little stressful yeah. because that's the highest point where it's that if it's gonna fall out, it can make or break. It, yeah, yeah, it usually yeah. falls out right yeah. there. And you gotta right. make your decision. Like, yeah, that. and you gotta make the decision. Like, and you don't, you, you know, even when I send out the inspectors, sometimes I even send out the GC within the due diligence. Mm -hmm. It just depends how much time I have if right. if they're available and those types of things. Right. So if I can get them both in, perfect. Mm -hmm. um, but even when I do get them both in, it doesn't guarantee that something else doesn't pop up. Right. Yeah. So yeah. something something could easily pop up. Right. Yeah. Right. So you bought your first one with a conventional loan. Did you buy all your other ones with a conventional loan too? Uh, I did a little bit of mixture of, of everything. So uh, with a conventional loan, you can get up to 10 conventional loans under your name, right? So yeah. I have my primary residence under my name. Um, I have um, that other property under my name. 
Uh, some of them I bought with uh, commercial products or yeah. DSCR, okay. debt service coverage ratio. I like, I like okay. those, yeah. Um, so what th- what that yeah, does... what is that? What yeah, is that? Yeah. <laughs> I know, no, like even, yeah. even real estate investors, some yeah, of them... Yeah, like speaking like, foreign language. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because I, I thought, oh, this is normal. Most people know like DSCR, they but... They don't. Yeah, but even in investing, 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 space. investing space, like... Yeah, that's not, not a lot of people. Yeah, it's people not common. Yeah. So what is yeah. that? Because I feel like at a certain point, once you've tapped out, you have no choice but to go to that world of DSCR. Yes, so, yeah. So yeah. debt service coverage ratio. Now the rates are usually a little bit more expensive. Um, to make it easy, I usually call these our commercial products or commercial lands or commercial loans, mm-hmm. even though it's not for a commercial building, building itself, yeah. right? Or real commercial real estate. Commercial yeah. real estate itself. Yeah. But um, what they do is they take the debt of the home mm-hmm. and then they figure out what the service coverage of that debt will be. So what that means is, um, what is your income to that debt? So what's what's the income of the home generating every single month versus the debt? And they go with a ratio. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them will go one. A lot of them go t- from one to 1.25. Right. Got it. So yeah. that's, that's a pretty normal debt to service income ratio. Um, yeah. <laughs> nice. A <laughs> little bit of math there you got to no. do. Right, 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 but no, right. it's good because that's the products that I feel like if you keep accumulating properties at... at you will have to go in that direction. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, it's just and a matter then, of time. Depending on your strategy, if you're going to pick it up with an LLC, guess what? Uh, immediately, like right off the bat, you're, you're probably going with that type of... Co- that, uh, co- that product. Yeah, that product. Yeah. And, right. Um, there's also like acid-based products uh-huh. on top of that. There's mm-hmm. um, like checking, savings, loans products. So there's yeah. a lot of what what's called non-QM or non-qualifying mortgages right. that you can go out for. Yeah. Um, that's not, what does that mean? Non-qualifying yeah. Yeah, mortgages. Yeah. So non-QM. We're going to the school of bliss. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I charge thousands for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, so your non-QM, so your QM, so for so people have perspective, that would be like your conventional loans. Yeah. So those would be your qualifying mortgage. They're qualifying off of the person themselves. Your income, your W-2, income, your W two, your yeah. DTI ratio, all, all those that. types of things. Your blood right. type, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, man. First born yeah. child, yeah. yeah. Like, give me your federal taxes or the last decade. Like, oh, I didn't have. Yeah, what? Like, wow, how do you need that much? You're like, I'm Wild. 25 now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that versus, of course, non QM, so non qualifying mortgages. With the non QM mortgages, there's less uh, based off of yourself and your personal. Your personal self, your personal debt. Of course, they don't want you in major debt. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some assessment there. They mm-hmm. usually have you do a, a PFS, a personal financial statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that's usually the extent. They're not asking for every single little thing out yeah. there. They base off of the performance of the asset of the, itself. Yes, yeah. off the asset itself rather than the person. Yeah. Right. right. So yeah. QMs, person, non-QMs, the asset. Which is DSCR. why we like them. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. 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 And it allows you to scale. It allows right. you to scale. It allows you to pick up in an LLC right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just a lot of things that's that works for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and even for myself, sometimes I'm I'm intentionally buying things in my own name and or in an LLC um, because I'm planning for the next year. I'm planning for the following yeah. year after that. That's a good point. Why do you think it's important for people to be thinking that way or planning for the future and always looking at their income in their financial situation and how it aligns with their goals? Because it sounds like you're definitely a planner. You've always been kind of money conscious. Yeah. So for for the most part, so 
Um, I did buy my first uh, kind of townhome condo here, right? It's I bought it at 440. It's actually worth 700,000 already. Nice. Yeah, did you uh, get a HELOC? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually cashed out refinance, and that's how I bought more property. There you go. I love it. I love it. Nice. How do you get more properties? Guess yeah. what? You, you yeah. got to do some things. You yeah. got to be yeah. a HELOC can work. There's even second line HELOCs. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, there's just just so many things you can uh, can do. There's multiple ways you, or multiple reasons you want to plan. One is because of taxes. Mm -hmm. So right. death and taxes, you know, <laughs> yes. they're, you they're, can't avoid they're coming, right? <laughs> right. Um, and for us with the rental space, guess what? You can write off a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, there's even cost segregations if you're dealing with more expensive rental properties mm -hmm. or commercial properties. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a way to, to depreciate uh, assets a lot. Quicker, quicker, yeah, more write-offs, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's one of the reasons, taxes-wise, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and also with the taxes-wise, if you're trying to make your DTI a little bit more, a little bit less, mm -hmm. um, that all incorporates together. It, right. That works with your taxes. Yeah. Um, for a lot of these loans, so conventional loans, um, they can use leases to uh to to qualify you. Yeah. Right. But they can also use the tax returns for the following year, yeah. and that's what they prefer to do. Right. Wow. Okay. Um. So yeah. you it makes it easier for you to qualify for conventional loans. For a VA loan, they actually require two years. So you have to plan two years in, in a, advance. In advance. Wow, okay. Um. And from those businesses and that income or mm -hmm. something that you picked up under my personal name, yeah, it had to have been two years before, before I went for the VA loan. So that's that's within two tax seasons before, right? right? Yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sounds like it's just always on front of mind for you. Yeah, you would. Thinking forward. You have to yeah. think forward. Um, even for me right now, I'm, I'm a little bit more uh, active um, rather than passive. So I'm more active towards uh, flips, ground up construction right now. And guess what? Towards the end end of or towards the third and fourth quarter, yeah, I need to start looking more passive, more rentals, yeah, uh, to offset some of that income. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, totally. so I mean that kind of leads me into the next question because I know you started virtually, you're investing in KC, mm -hmm. but you didn't just stay there, right? Mm -hmm. There there was something that happened that brought you back here, yeah. and you started to you get still into still had to come back home, right, 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 <laughs> to like some ground up development. Tell us about that transition and kind of what led you to to more into that so the beautiful thing about education is mm. you can take that education and use it wherever you want to use it yeah. right so i don't necessarily need to stay in that one market even though that's what i first learned mm -hmm. i can use that wherever so love that i took that information uh i started using it here in hawaii um the beautiful thing about hawaii is we i have a partner um who's already a general contractor we mm. already have an easier entryway uh, we already can kind of edge people out for price points and those types of things for yeah. rehab mm -hmm. yeah. um, because my my uncle, who's also my partner, Jesse Alvario, yeah. uh, with Elite Construction Management. So I already have him as a partner. Yeah. So we can tackle things together. He, yeah. he doesn't like the acquisition side. Yeah. He hates it. He doesn't want to deal with the money. <laughs> like, he doesn't want to deal good. with the paperwork. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he wants to deal with the rehab. So yeah. we can easily partner together and tackle things and go further together yeah. than he would by himself or myself. So yeah, you're myself. saying you should find a partner if uh, you want to go longer, quicker, faster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's 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 how I scaled so fast. Is I partnered up with different people. Yeah, I partner up with people with more money. And yeah. even when I if I borrow money from PML, I have partners who have more money than me. Mm -hmm. That worst case scenario, we still have pockets of money to easily pay back these um, yeah. PML. So yeah. right. that's always something I'm thinking about. Um, I want to be. Um, I have some fiduciary responsibility, even if it's just towards myself. Right. Totally. Um, right. To everything that I'm doing, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I went into ground up construction. Um, we closed on our first piece of land. Yeah. Uh, that was about the October timeframe, end of October. 
um, it's in permitting process. So there's a pre-process to permitting, <laughs> and then there's a actual actually in. So there's this something. No, break it down. No, come on, break <laughs> it down. It, it goes. In, it doesn't. It's not even in permitting. You turn it in, <laughs> and it's pre-processing. Yeah. It's not even going through the system yet. No. It's pre-processing. It's an incubation before. period. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah crazy. which takes months already. Yeah. Yeah. and then it goes into the permitting process. Yes, and then that has to go through every single department. Yep. Sometimes it'll come back where you have to remarks. make some changes yeah. and remarks, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, adjustments, whatever you want to call them. Uh, but it goes slow, goes through every single. They might single tell department. you. They might not tell yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, you you didn't do this from yeah. a month ago. Like, you're like, uh, you're like you didn't tell me. <laughs> yeah, like, so you got to be on it. You, you know? have to be on it. You have to check the system every once in a while. Um, yep. We have our. Um, kind of a secretary person check every week and i'm Love i'm it. also checking myself um mm-hmm. occasionally to make sure like hey how far it is oh yeah. i see it ticking up like oh now it's one percent like one percent yeah. <laughs> like like is it like yeah. what does that even mean I so know. i just put it on their desk like yeah. what does one percent mean and it's like oh three percent like three three like <laughs> Like, Can we get an intense? Yeah, 10, like, 20, yeah, yeah. 30. like isn't there only like five departments, like or, yes. or maybe six or seven departments, depending on what you're doing? But right. like, there's not that many departments. If it made it through one department, why is it? Why is that percent like that? Doesn't yeah. make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. I feel like you share the same frustrations as most. Oh but, yeah. Well, anybody that does anything here understands Department of Permitting. And oh yeah. The Department of Planning and Permitting and the things that go on there so. it's just frustrating because you're trying mm. to you know you're submitting everything and you're trying to do everything the right way and it takes a long time and yeah, it shouldn't yeah. a lot of people don't even submit because it takes so long yeah right uh, which is not necessarily what they want to do the problem is it just takes too long right. Right? totally right. and that that length of time has holding costs and that mm. holding cost costs you money that right. interest every single month and that's yeah. what kills most deals yes right? absolutely i mean yeah. like 10 percent or 10 percent apr interest on a million dollars guess what that's a lot of money <laughs> every single month exactly. money every month yeah. exactly so i'm interested why development yeah why development development specifically because my uncle has already done it he's mm. been in it he used to do it and the margins are just significantly better. Mm. Got it. Um, so if I was kind of doing what you guys um, and actively kind of getting your own SEO, PPCs, all those types of things, yeah. that would make more sense. I could attack that way yeah. and find more flips to do. Right. Um, but since I don't have that time because I have a full-time W-2 right. Right. Uh, with the Hoya Air National Guard, yeah. I, I just don't have that kind of time. Totally. Right. But the developments, their, their margins are a lot better. So a lot of flips, you're looking at maybe making 20%. Mm-hmm. Uh, development, you're looking at like 40 plus percent nice. uh, for that. It just takes longer. It takes. Yeah. Right. It takes. But you a get full a more year. bang for your buck. You, you don't necessarily have buck. to do more volume. You yeah. can just have quality projects. Yeah. Because yeah. realistically, uh, a project that'll take me one year. Okay, maybe I don't make twenty twenty, but I made forty yeah. right. within one year. Yeah. It's a solid product. It's brand new. Right. Yeah. We can do it. We control yeah. everything because right. we're building it. We well, can it's control actually costs. Easier. Yeah. yeah well, it, that's it, the it, cool. <laughs> that's the cool thing about development too. Is I mean, you know exactly what you're gonna get. Yeah. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. With rehabs, the things that we do, you pull out you something. Oh, something's yeah. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You can only for. you can only estimate. Yes, right. Exactly. With rehabs, yeah. but you can get down to the the cent on costs mm-hmm. for, for ground, ground up. up. So. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, the only thing that hurt was you know crazy inflation like it is right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, but even that, you can incorporate that fairly easily into your prices. So true. Uh, and there's some ways where you can save. Again, we have in-house people so yeah sweat equity is still a thing that's (laughs) good let's talk about that what does your team look like right now um so for for myself um 
it's mainly me and my uncle. I do have another partner that I work with on on the Hilo side of Hawaii. Okay. Um, but um, towards the, the other side, me and my my uncle's a general contractor. He's been one for decades already. Uh, we partner up on things. So my job or my portions of on on our side of the house is finding the properties, finding yeah. what, what could be a good deal, um, running the numbers, working with the realtors, uh, getting getting it to the closing point. Uh, even after that, I'm still talk, talking directly with the architect. Mm. Um, he he always, of course, puts his, in, his input. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we mm-hmm. go together with all, a lot of these things, but I'm the guy checking up on all these things to make sure it gets through that process. Yeah. Right. Uh, insurance is taken care of. Uh, regular payments every single month is taken right. care of. Right. HOAs are taken care of. So these are all things... That takes time and effort. A yeah. lot uh, of time. Until you beat, you can't even, not even building yet. You still <laughs> right. got to pay all, like you got utilities off of, um, you know, you're not using any waters. But you, but you got have, utilities because there's a meter yeah. or yeah. something. Yeah. You're still have to pay for it. $20 a month. Right. Yeah, you still have to pay for all these things. But, you know, <laughs> in, until you're actually in it, like, oh, yeah, I got to pay for this. I got to pay for this. I got to count for this. Uh-huh. And you see it every single month. You itemize everything. Um, but yeah, these, these are things that still take time and effort even before you start building. Yeah. And yeah. then once we start building, I'm going to still check up on his timelines, kind of be like, I'm yeah. his client and those yeah. types of things. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to just take it from there. Yeah. He's, nice. he's so, going to be, he's a PM, he's a GC. Love it. Uh, I'm just going to be the guy checking up, checking in for hitting Making our time. Making sure points. we're on track. Yeah. And then yeah. We, we still have some draw schedules because we, we work with hard money lenders, right? Yeah, yeah. So with draw schedules, you need to submit like, Hey, you, you can't just do the whole project. You're, unless you're funding it out of your own pocket, right. yeah. you have to submit for a draw schedule yep. uh, for them to pay you out. Yeah. So at a certain increment, like, hey, are we on yeah. this increment? Can I okay. get money? Yet? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, we, we can reimburse ourselves yeah. for the amount of money we already put into it. Right. right. Um, so these are all things that have to be accounted throughout the whole project. Right, 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 um, right. And it takes a lot. It takes a lot of effort. There's nice. a lot of moving parts yes, at any yeah. given time. So how many projects do you have in Hawaii right now? So in Hawaii right now, I have uh, two on the kind of the corner side of one in Waikoloa, one in uh, Hokulele, which Those is a little bit ground, ground up. up. Those are both ground up construction nice. projects. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one's uh, kind of slightly customized spec home. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't meet my criteria, the, the spec home itself. So we customized it to be a little bit bigger because okay. uh, that's where our, our the best price point was. Right. So that's yeah, how you're yeah. going to hit your ARV. That's how we're going to hit our ARV. Yeah. So we had to make it a little bit bigger. Yeah. Um, the next one was a, a, a luxury build. Um, it's going to be worth a lot of money. It's mm-hmm. going to have all the bells and whistles, yeah. which I'm really excited about. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to have the nice pool, the or stucco can we outside. Can nice. up there? I know. Man. We got to fly up. <laughs> Maybe. I'm, I'm definitely going to, we're, we're definitely going to celebrate in that house. That, uh, yeah. We got awesome. the ARV back. Uh, I'm not going to bring up that number, but man, it was amazing. Yeah. So the appraisal <laughs> came out and we're like, oh, this is a, this is a, a huge home run. Yeah, like, yes. uh, yeah, that's awesome. Appraisal comeback's amazing. That's a celebration. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. I know. The appraisal, right? the appraisal came back. We're like, oh, that's a, a that's, that's a higher than I was expecting. That's a lot more than I thought it was. That's a cheers. Be. That's yeah, a coffee yeah, cheers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers, cheers, cheers. I have this open yet, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 definitely a huge turning point. That appraisal, seeing how much it costs. I mean. That's probably a little bit of anxiety too, because we're often waiting for these appraisals to come back. Totally. Yes. Um, and then, you know, if it comes back low or high, some people can't qualify for um, yeah. the loan, right? Yeah. Or maybe you have to put more money in as an investor itself. Yeah. But on the back end, people can't even buy the property, right? Mm-hmm. right, uh, right, right. Unless they have enough cash. Yeah. yeah. So appraisals so, can really make or break a deal. Oh yeah. Even with refis too. Yes. I yes. mean, we just went through one where I totally. 
the appraiser was just ridiculous. I think it appraised at like 140. Our, yeah. our two um, condos in Waikiki. Okay. And I was like, that's ridiculous. He and I both knew it's ridiculous. Um, fought it, didn't win. I was like, I'm switching lenders all Switch lender, yeah. So yeah. I switched lenders. Came back at two oh five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens. <laughs> it was that so happens, crazy. You know, yeah. that's why it's, appraisals are very important. You have to get good ones. They're not created all equal, but no, you don't have no. to accept them either. Right. You don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, and you can drop out. Yeah. Know? Right, 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 right. And switch yeah. lenders yeah. or fight the appraisals. A, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. always a way. So you have the two on Kona side. Yes. And then you have on Hilo side too. Yes. Or? So I have two more on Hilo side. Um, so all big guys. No, no, oh, no, no. Oh, that oh. just He's that's getting just the start there. of He's the story. There. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my. It's chronological yeah. order, so that's where we started, right? So, um, yeah, my, my uncle's actually lived in Big, Big Island for maybe like 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. I want to say 15 years at least. So he lived there for, for years and years before he moved back to Oahu. Yeah. A lot of our family's on, on Oahu, so it made more sense. And yeah. now he has a kid, so it makes even more right, sense. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you want that unity tie, but... He still has tons of connections over there. Right, he still right. has a lot of stuff that's over there. So, and he's still doing jobs over there. He's at a job over there right now. Oh, wow. nice. Um, so, on the Kona side specifically. Yeah. Um, I'm also partnering on the Hilo side with two developments um, with a, another known local investor. His name is Fuzzy. Fuzzy. Uh, Shout out Fuzzy. Shout yeah. Out Fuzzy. He's, he's an awesome guy. <laughs> cool. Um, building spec homes for, for locals. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. That's what we prioritize on that side. So, there's two, two more homes that's going to be up. On that Hilo side of the island too. Super cool. Nice. Yeah, and then that's of course for Big Island. I am also looking, or it's still in negotiation on on another home in in Hilo. Mm. So I should, I might be having another a fifth one, um, going through the escrow process in the next week or two. But nice. we'll see. You know, yeah, until yeah. it's there, Ma- it's not manifest there. Manifest it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got to work through some extra numbers, but yeah. I, I think it'll work. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then okay. on Oahu itself, so. We have one ground-up development that's going on in Makakilo. So on the okay. heights of Makakilo, up more yeah. towards the top, yeah. kind of nicer area. Yeah. It's a beautiful view. Up oh, yeah, beautiful yeah. view. So it's, it's actually a really good location. But that one was for also from a, a, a MLS deal okay. that fell off. It expired. The whole listing expired just because the last group of people were on it and they were trying to close uh, and they just couldn't close. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I ended up closing with them. Uh, and yeah, I, I took that over and they're willing to do it at a discount. So nice. instead of the 650, they originally had it for, I got it for 580, nice. which is where I needed it at anyway. Yeah. Right, so right, right, right. I got it at the price point I needed it. And I kind of went creative that way. I told them, Hey, I can go hard money in cash at this number at mm-hmm. that 580, at the 580 number, or are you willing to sell our finance for that 650? Yeah. Right. So he wanted the cash. So we yeah. went with the 580 nice. offer. You Love that. Offered options. Presented options. Yeah, yeah. options. Uh, options works. <laughs> and yeah. the, the beautiful thing with that is I had my uh, classmate and friend, Logan Freitas, mm. uh, who's a realtor here, um, but he knew how to offer that. Mm. Uh, Not cool. uh, Some of the other realtors that I was working with, they didn't know how to explain mm, that nope. to a point because he's also done seller finance. He's done creative yeah. deals before. Yeah. Nice. So he knew it in a way how to explain it to them in a way that would make sense. Yeah, right. that was right, simple right. and easy to understand. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. So. But that's the beauty of creative finance is you can offer multiple strategies and it's even better if your realtor understands creative strategies oh, and yeah. is, on, is partnering on your side yeah, you know, yeah. to solve a problem for the seller. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, a lot of times, most realtors don't. Right, yeah, like, they don't. Like they, they don't, don't understand that. They so, don't take the education to understand it either. Right, yeah. so they're yeah. not able to explain it to a seller. And when you do find a realtor like like your friend, I mean, those are the ones you want to hang on to. Totally. Yeah, oh big yeah. Time. Totally. So that made a big difference on getting that property at the right price point because we offered, hey, we have the higher price point, 
if you if you sell or finance, you give us terms, right? Give us some terms, yeah. some seller carryback. Yeah. Um, but if if you want cash or you want our, our commercial lend, um, we're at this price point, and right. that's where we got it at, yeah. nice. which is perfect. That's what that's exactly what we wanted for anyway. Yeah. Right. So it worked out, and it worked out for them because that's they were okay with that. Right, 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 right. So you're you're also in escrow on another one down here, right? Yeah. So I should oh. be closing on a. Damn, fix- dude, you got a lot yeah. going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got I got a bunch of things going on. I got a bunch of projects going on. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I have a fix and flip. Uh, we're trying to close on today, so I. We're oh, probably, today, today? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ah. It was. I got the clear to close. And, nice, nice. Uh, I probably will. I still got to schedule out meeting yeah. with the, yeah. the yeah. notary, but it's supposed to be today. We're supposed nice. to sign today um, and figure all that out. So we, we got finally got the clear to close. There was a handful of things. There's some title issues, those types mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. Those are normal things we deal with as investors, totally. right? Right, right. And even though the escrow officer um, kind of handled most of it, there was still some information um, that the realtor on that side had to get from from yeah. from the seller. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a it lot a of process. moving parts during escrow too, man. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. It, it, it's a process, you know. <laughs> right. Like it's not just like oh, sit it. If you're sitting it, set it and forget it. No. Something's no, gonna no, go no, wrong. It's yeah. very active. It's, it's yeah. Never set it and forget uh, yeah, it. Like, yeah. Literally, this morning we got a text from an escrow that we're in where they need a new another couple weeks because of some easement. a title issue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they need issue. more time to work on the prelim because yeah. of an easement. Yeah. So yeah. 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 There's a lot of things that happen during escrow. But if you're not following up, almost like daily, things could get missed and you could lose the deal, right? Because you're not yeah, complying you with your contract your, totally. or yeah. you name it. But. So I do it like uh, every few days. But yes, if, yeah. you're, if you're not following up. So someone's like, yeah, yeah, I'm in escrow. I'm just waiting for my lender. Yeah. Uh, one don't, of my mentees. Don't, don't I'm wait. just waiting for my lender, waiting for the escrow officer. I'm like, no, no, no. You're like, oh, 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 you you need to call him you now. You need to call yeah. him. You like, saying you're is, waiting is like a swear word. Yeah, bro. Yeah, don't. In real estate, you have to be proactive. <laughs> yeah, you and have. not reactive. Yes, right? yes. Reactivity And then they'll just blame late. each other. That's why yes. the lender exactly. will be like, oh, it's, it's the, 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 the escrow officer's fault. They didn't get me this. Like, well, you guys probably both weren't doing your jobs, but okay. Yeah. No, and and then it's always good to have something in writing, right? Send the email. And then if they don't respond to an email, you pick up the dang phone. Yeah, like, yeah. pick up the phone or text yeah. and call. And then make sure I, I, I'm infamous for texting and calling. So <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like, You're like, hey, I'm gonna call you, and then call right away. <laughs> well, I, 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 I text him. I text him my problem, and then I call him right after. Like, hey, did you get my? Did text? you get my text? Yeah, yeah and I, I, I just sent I just it sent thirty it. seconds ago. I just <laughs> sent it. Please uh, relax. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, oh, that's so it, funny. well, that's because as a as a real estate investor, man, you've dealt with it enough. Yeah. Where like, hey. This no. needs to be fixed. And yeah. We're going to fix this totally. right now. Yeah. Totally. And a super um, good tip is making sure your lenders are talking to your escrow yes, officers. Yes, and yes. start from the that beginning. process early. From the beginning. Yes. From the beginning. Make that connection and make yeah. sure they're in communication with because each other. Because the last thing you need is for escrow to get held up because they didn't get over all of their things and mm-hmm. docs and uh yeah. Yes. Lenders yeah. didn't send conditions over on time, and it's like all last minute. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I feel like almost everything's always all last minute. <laughs> it when always feels like that. <laughs> no I matter what. It's like the, it, that's what brings that anxiety. Dude, it's right? the most so stressful part. Shocked. I'm telling you. Well, I feel like investors are a glutton for punishment because yeah, we were yeah. like, "Oh we, yeah, I got through that one. Let's do it again." Let's do it again. <laughs> yeah, we must be. <laughs> right? Yeah, because yeah, because every every single one is like, "Okay, you got to get this, this, and this." Like. 
Ooh, wait, I just checked up with you like last week. Yeah. Yeah. Where did all these things pop yeah. up from? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, they're ready for you now, right? So it's like, hurry up, John. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you got a lot going on. So I think a lot of what I want to know is how are you going to manage it all? Because you have you have kids, you have a wife. A you full-time have a full-time job. job. Full-time job. Like, yeah. What? I take college courses once in a while, so I'm actually finishing up you're, my- You're my, an my, advisor. Yes, I'm an advisor. You're a mentor. Mentees. So like, yeah. how are you going to not go into the loony bin? So currently how I handle all the craziness is it's mainly me. Um, luckily on some of these other jobs, I partnered up with a little bit more people. Mm. Um, so that's how I'm offsetting some of the craziness there. And luckily my partner's a general contractor, so he can also be the PM for us. Because mm. awesome. project management is 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 a difficult thing to can find you imagine too. If it's you a, to do it's that. an yeah. entire job in itself. It's a job, right? Yeah. So uh, I might be checking up on it more towards the draw schedules to check things out. Plus yeah. I want to get my own marketing photos and those types of things. But yeah. beyond that, he's he's he's, he's a project it. manager. He, yeah. He's right. got his own crew. He's got subs that he usually uses. He has subs on uh, on the big island, mm-hmm. um, also across some of the other islands because he's built up connections over years and years of doing it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you have to delegate. And like you were saying, eventually I have to delegate more stuff. I need to look for a bookkeeper. He's uh, looking for a bookkeeper yeah. Yeah. and an bookkeeper. administrative, administrative assistant. assistant. <laughs> yeah, yeah those, those are the type of things that I, I have failed to look for. I, I tried to convince my wife to do it. Yeah. And I, it was, it, I was not successful. I don't know yeah. if you all these other men were successful. If you have to convince, it's I, a no. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you guys work together because I'm like, man, I can't convince my wife to help me out <laughs> yeah. with real estate at all. <laughs> but, you know, so she takes care of the family. So yeah. we all, we yeah. balance it out in totally, some way. Totally, totally. I'm sure your wife is super supportive. So it allows um, you to yes, do all to do all the things. things. Exactly. All your crazy ideas. Yeah, all my crazy and, ideas. <laughs> yeah. Me running numbers at four o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah. you know, she's, she's sleeping a lot earlier right yeah. so yeah. she can wake up to do to, stuff with the kids right but right, while right. i'm like you know yeah. Yeah. typing away <laughs> kind of running Wait, crunching numbers that's good you have to have a supportive spouse though can you imagine oh, yeah. if you didn't oh yeah yeah i've heard yeah. of some investors who their spouse wasn't supportive yeah like, oh i need to stop now because my yeah. spouse doesn't want me to buy another property. I'm like, yeah. you guys, you guys have money sitting. Yeah. Like, yeah. this doesn't, doesn't make, make any, any sense. sense. She yeah. sees the big vision. She sees how it's going to benefit your life. You yeah, know? yeah, so. exactly. Well, well, all your lives, right? Yeah, and yeah. your yeah. kids. And yeah. my kids. So I have two kids. So yeah, yeah, they, they need to be supportive. Eventually, they're going to college. Hopefully, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which they are very well behaved. They're in the back. You wouldn't even know. Yeah. They, oh you yeah. Even know yeah. they're here. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're winding down right now. We have these are the the good questions. Yeah, the good questions. Good questions. I don't know. So I'll ask them. I'll ask them together, but you answer them separately. What has been the biggest challenge that you've had to overcome? And what is the biggest success this far in your journey? Okay. I think the biggest challenge that I had to overcome was um, constantly falling out, constantly getting denied, constantly because you're a real estate investor. Oh, so good. Yes, like, I love this that's one. that's huge challenge because you're going to be rejected time and time and time again. More than you're accepted. More than you're accepted <laughs> yeah. by far. Yeah. And that is a huge challenge because it, it takes you a little bit out of your ego, right? Mm-hmm. Every time it's like, wait, this was a solid offer. Or like, yeah. hey, wait, what, what's going on? Maybe my numbers are wrong. Right. And you kind of question yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ways to get around that is you just have to do your own research you have to stay true to yourself and yep. true to your numbers yep. yeah. and it's sometimes it's not about you sometimes it's just 
the seller's whim. Right. Like, yeah. it's so, like, sometimes it's not even your fault. A yeah, lot of yeah. times it's not your fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not, not even about, about it. You. Yeah, right. yeah. It's totally yeah. out of control. Maybe they like that one realtor better because right. he had a better smile, yeah. right? better yeah. jaw. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You never know. Yeah, you, yeah, you know. just don't know. But yeah, as a real estate investor, you're going to fail a lot. Yes. You're, you're gonna, you're going to fail. You're going to have rejections. You're going to have a no. You're going to, you know, and then you're going to question yourself. Just make sure you just stay on top of yourself. You do you. Mm-hmm. Um, don't necessarily hone in and focus on that too much. Yeah. Right. Um, because it, if you do, man, it'll spiral you out in yeah. a place right, where right, right. You'll, you'll, you'll get in a analysis paralysis Dude. again and yeah. you're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to take any action. Totally. Um, but yeah, rejection, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Humongous in, in real estate. Yeah. How did you overcome that? Like what really helped you? Because I'm sure there were days where you like, dang it man like i'm no. over this oh yeah yeah i mean that that's definitely happened a few times uh again persistence i have a why right so the biggest thing is what is what is my why mm-hmm. yeah um and that's why i say persistence my why is my family yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife my my two kids right yeah. so i have that i have a strong why i have a strong yeah. foundation mm-hmm. right. i also don't want to stay in my current career forever mm-hmm. i want to pivot to something else so i yeah. have of all these whys all these reasons yeah okay how do i do it yeah. right and how yeah, i right. do it is is via real estate, via yeah. market research, via putting in yeah. more offers. So what I do is I just, again, I try to stick to my numbers. I'm like, okay, I know these numbers are correct because this mm-hmm. is what I'm running it with. Uh, I try not to sweat that small stuff. Like, hey, it got denied. I just have to put on another one. Yeah. I right. have to, and you just, you kind of have to self-motivate yourself. Yeah. Uh, and also I like to work out. Mm. There you go. So, what you do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's that's a way I stay positive. Yeah. I I I work out. I mm. I spend some time. You have that outlet on myself. Yeah. yeah. I I have that outlet to relieve some stress in my mm. life, um, whether it be from regular work or from real estate, and it's a consistent out- outlet that also makes me healthier yeah so, yeah, yeah. yeah it so, makes you feel good it yeah. makes you healthy yeah, yeah. so yeah. It, it, it allows you to do the real estate better yeah, yeah absolutely life yeah. better yeah life better yeah. yeah my cog you know my brain thought everything's a lot better because i am I, I live a healthier lifestyle right. yeah totally no it's so true nice okay what so about flip side yeah flip it flip it so what was the flip side the again? The flip side <laughs> is is what is your biggest triumph or yeah, success, success so far i, I think triumph for or success, I'm able to pivot for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, in real estate, that's also something, again, when these challenges hit, <laughs> hey, something might not work. So even um, when I'm looking at, um, you know, for a regular long-term rental, maybe that doesn't work. Right. Um, maybe it works well enough, but it's not well enough for what I want to do. Right, yeah. right. So I always make sure things work as a long-term rental first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I just don't have as much cash to just unload and sit there. Yeah. Yeah. So I make sure I have a fallback or other exit plan strategies. B, yeah. mm-hmm. I have plan B, I have mm-hmm. plan C. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm able to pivot like, hey, I can do this, this, and this. I want to do this as my primary strategy, mm-hmm. but I can fall back on this and this. Yeah. Right. Um, and also even dealing with these lenders and uh, dealing with these different sellers, I'm I, I'm pretty good at pivoting, yeah. figuring out uh, creative solutions or yeah. figuring out different different answers to the problem. Like, hey, can right. we do this, 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 and this instead of that? Right. Right. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Like, yeah, Let, like even for that Makila property, yeah. This is how I want to present it. Like, mm. I know exactly what you're talking about. I got it. Like, nice. oh, awesome. Great. So this, cool. this works out. So, yeah, pivoting is is huge in real estate. Um, it's huge in success in general. Yeah. yeah. You got to be yeah. a, a little bit flexible uh, with the situation. 
Yeah, you can't be so rigid in one way of thought or one way of doing something because you'll lose out on so many opportunities. Absolutely. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like just entrepreneurship, business ownership, real estate, whatever it is, if you're not open to multiple ways of doing something and solutions and problem yes. solving, pivoting is what we're talking about, you're going to lose out and you're yeah. not going to be able to achieve the level of success that you're after because right. you're so you had the blinders on with mm -hmm. one way of doing something and a lot of times it never goes that way well yeah yeah <laughs> just just like for these um for these these lenders right so a lot of people oh i can only do the birth strategy well i want to just go conventional or, oh i want to just go cash into a conventional right yeah. but there's also dsgrs there's also all these other non-qm products yeah. yeah um but these yeah. are there's also pml private money lending mm -hmm. but there's all these different avenues like, like hey what will work for this for this situation, yeah. right. not yeah. the same thing will not work in every situation. You you might have to piece a few things like, oh, I'm going to do this, this, and this on this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. because yeah. it's not always going to fit. Totally, the right. puzzle's not always going to fit. Yeah. yeah, and just because something doesn't work doesn't mean all things don't work, right? Absolutely. Like that that's exactly what we've been talking about this whole time. No, but your job as an entrepreneur is to be a problem solver. Yes. Like that's that, that, really as yes. sim simple as it yes. is. Yeah. 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 And then you can't again can't say rigid. Mm -hmm. You yeah. have to pivot. Yeah. Like yeah. You know, otherwise you're not a good profit sol solver. Exactly. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um what then we'll close with this. What uh, well, first thing, where can people find you? Okay. Do you yes. want to be found? Where can people find you? Um so Primarily is on uh, IG at, at Blazing REI Hawaii. Mm -hmm. uh, I even have a link tree over there if the people want to check out some of the B&Bs I have. Um, nice. Also have a tour car on there and those types of things. You have um, Turo too? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've done a lot of things. Nice. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole other rabbit hole. But, <laughs> yeah, 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 um, it is. Also on that, on that link tree, there's um, uh, a link to uh, WN website because I'm an advisor with them. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, and working with CJ Khalil directly, right? So, nice. Um, they're all on top of that. Of course, if you look at my IG, even my Facebook has it too. Okay. Um, but there's a link tree there. It has a lot of the things that they might be looking for. Or even if they want to contact me, mm -hmm. I have a little contact for for them on that on that link. So Perfect. Nice. So find yeah. him on Instagram. And IG. I have to say, yeah. you've been killing it on the Instagram. Oh, I've, yeah. I've, yeah. We've, we've noticed the difference over the last couple yeah. months. Yeah. Totally. You Good drop job. a lot of information. You're always on there. So Blazing REI Hawaii. Yes, Blazing REI Hawaii. Okay. Yes. Nice. And last. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Before oh, oh, we oh. ask the last question, I have one other thing. Okay. I know we have some time. Oh, secret so, question. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, it's, okay, so you've only been investing for a year and a half. Yes. Right? Yeah. Which is not a long time Dude, at all. Dude, you went from zero to how many deals right now? Uh, like 14, 15. Yeah. I, I okay. even have another SDR going oh, to be oh, set up another, in more, Arizona. More, more. He's so, <laughs> right, right, Phoenix, right. Arizona. Like so you, I didn't even talk about that. No. <laughs> so you've been on a trajectory. It's like a rocket ship, right? It's yeah. It's massive. Yeah. What? I just, for all, because there's a lot of newer listeners here, right? Yeah. And they're trying to get started. Um, you can be a very inspiring story for these new people. Well, like, and you're a local boy, right? Yeah, right. From, yeah. from Nanakuli, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from the west side. From the west side. I, I yeah. love that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, like, what do you attribute most to the reason why you're, you've been so successful? Oh, such a good question. Hmm. So, reason why I've been most successful is because I will try to find the answer. I will not just always ask. Mm. Um, a lot of people they'll. 
I, I even get this on my um, direct messages. I answer them or, or on uh, Facebook or even phone calls, texts. Mm-hmm. Um, people have questions. Totally. For me, I'm finding answers. Mm. Nice. You know, un- unlike them, I'm Googling things. I just I was just on a, on a messaging group with uh, uh, Daniel Kong. I think you guys had him on. And yeah. Josh yep. Hooper yeah. yep. is another yep. friend. And my partner, Ellard Morales. Yeah. Right. Um, so, you know, finding solutions is, is what I... I kind of my sh- strong point. So nice. I'll, I'll look it up. And mm-hmm. also I paid for education. Yeah. You know, like yeah. right. with, without those little nuances, it, it it's a huge help. Yeah. Like it, it, you don't, you think you can do everything by yourself, but guess what? It's, it's probably not going to work out. Right. Yeah. We like um, to think we can. Right? Yeah, we, yeah. We have egos. Some, some so of us. It might work out for some <laughs> yeah. people, but for the most part, it's, it's not going to work out. You probably yeah. want to, you probably want to either pay for a mentorship or mm. partner up with somebody. Nice. Cause so it's difficult. It sounds like you have, you attribute a lot of your success to the initiative that you just innately it, it, have. Yeah. You have the initiative and you take it. Yes. And I take then, action. Yeah. And then you make connections with people, whether it's through mentorship or through partnerships, you're talking to people, you're making connections so that you can do business with them. Yes. And, yeah. and I guess another big thing is I'm, I'm full time into real estate. And when I say that, I mean it like, right. I'm sure you guys see me at all. Oh my gosh. Every, you're, you're, you're always, yeah, like, you're sometimes always I'm a little late because I'm doing something <laughs> like the other morning. Everything. I was like, I was like, Oh, I got to make it to deals in love. But, oh, I got to, I got to do this first. <laughs> I had to do a bunch of paperwork. Uh, I had to set up a new LLC yeah. and like, okay, now I can yeah. run over there. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's, there's all these, all these things that, uh, you definitely have to do, but for me, I'm active in the space. I'm, yeah, I'm active on mastermind calls. Yeah. I'm active on WN um, for their mastermind. We have totally. our own mastermind yeah. just for people who paid or in a group. Yeah. Right. I'm active on the sub two mastermind for yeah. the people who are paid and who are in that group. Right. Um, I try to go to as many meetups that that will allow me to go to. Of course, right. so I, have, I have a family. I can't necessarily go to every yeah. single every one single on the weekends. Right. Right. Uh, I pri- prioritize my family that, at, at those times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, during the rest of the week or during other times, hey, mm. my kids are going to be asleep anyway. So yeah. if they have this thing at eight o'clock, nine o'clock, then yeah. I'm going. Yeah. Or if they have these other Zoom calls, I'm going to be on it. Yeah. Um, but I'm active in the space. I'm yeah. I'm constantly talking about real estate investing. Yeah. Uh, even my partner, uh, Ellen Morales, I work with him yeah. uh, full time. So uh, with the whole W2, you're talking <laughs> yeah. about real estate Even too. in my W2, I'm talking about real estate. Uh, it's so active in my life, you know, there's... Yeah. The, so, you really do. If you want to be successful in real estate or anything, yeah. you have to live, eat, breathe, obsessed. Sleep. You have to be it. obsessed with it. Yes. You have yes. to. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, percent agree. You're not gonna get anywhere. You yeah. Well, if you're not all in, then then you're all out. Yeah. It's not yeah. one or the other. You yeah. know. Yeah. Totally. And that's what happens with the people in analysis paralysis. Is they're not all in. No, they're, they're not right. all in. They're, they're not in. So they're not yeah. going to every single thing that they can. They're not reading every single book they can. Right. They're not watching every video. They're yeah. not willing to pay for education yeah Yeah. right totally yeah so last question what impact do you want to leave with the audience Oh, I forgot to, uh, like, I don't remember seeing this question. (laughs) 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 Take your time. Take your time. Anything. I mean, this, that last thing that you just said was kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. But Um, I mean, what blazeism do you want to leave? (laughs) Oh, for, uh, I guess I, 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 
I'll go back to that last thing I said, but yeah. uh, one of the quotes that I like, um, of course, uh, it's from this uh, DJ slash rave person. Scooter is his name. No way. And the quote You're is... quoting of somebody of rave. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, pay attention. The, 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 pay attention, the, the, guys. Yeah, which, which is funny because I found this... It's like a 90s rave person. And yeah. I found it in high school. I'm like, hey. Uh, but the quote was, uh, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Oh, so yeah. good. Love yeah. that. Dude. It's nice to be important, but it's more important, important to, to be, be nice. nice. Yes. Love yes. that. Oh, so, so continue being like you guys are go go givers. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're in this space, try to be a go giver because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are, you know, awful people that are yeah. not not so good. Totally. Um, they'll stab you in the back if they have a chance and yeah. Yeah. and go around you or do whatever they need to do to right. claw their way to the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but be a goal giver, you yeah. know, like go out there, uh, help as you can. Right. So mm-hmm. I only have so much effort and time that I can give out. Yeah. Totally. Um, but when I can, I, I try my best to, to yeah. go out there and do that. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, be a go-giver. Be yeah. like you guys, you know? Just just constantly give back. Or even for myself in my community in Nanakuli, uh, I, I also coach football. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. that takes hours of my <laughs> day. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm also trying to better my community because that's yeah. that's how I see if I better my community, if I, for, for most of the, in Nanakuli, it's mainly Hawaiians, right? So, right. Yeah, so right, right. A, lot, a lot of Native Hawaiians, it's, it's in Hawaiian homestead pretty much, right? right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where I'm from. Mm-hmm. But right. if I can better those communities, if I can build them up, if I can show them a good example of what a man should be, right. what a, a good good foundational man should be, uh, I, I'm sure I make a huge impact on their life. Totally. Um, so try to be a go-giver in any, way, in any which way you can. Some people, hey, some people might be good at football. Some people might be good at numbers some people might be good at real estate like there's there's ways yeah. to give back yeah, yeah. Uh, totally. and try to figure out how you can be a go-giver i nice. love that yeah. so much love it's that. so good yeah. there's nothing like being nice um uh my nlp coach it was like people won't remember your name they won't remember what you did mm. none of that what they remember is how you made them feel yeah how you that's yeah. genuinely what they take away and they will remember all of those things because you, of how you made them feel. Sure. So if you're a nice person, you're a genuine person, you have integrity, you treat people with respect, that's going to take you so far. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 So Love it. Right thanks on. for coming. Yeah. yeah. Thanks it so much, Blaze. <laughs> super cool to hear your story. Yeah. A yeah. lot of people don't know your story and it's super inspiring. Yeah. 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 He's a killer. Rocket ship. I'm Freaking, telling you guys. You got to watch out. I'm telling you. Ground up development game. Let's go. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm excited for you guys to get into new things too. Hell yeah. yeah. One day. We're down. One day. We're I'll down. just partner up with you. Yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> we'll let you do it first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like more work for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Right on, dude. All right, man. Peace Thank out. Get, 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 get